Hey guys, thanks for tuning into Mass's World this week. Instead of asking you to rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast, I'm just going to ask you to share it with at least one friend. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Here's a message from our sponsors. Hey guys, welcome into this episode of Mass's World. Today I have a really cool guest. Um, he's the owner of Harris Physical Fitness and the owner and coach of the North Fort Worth Centurions Basketball Club. His name is Deshaun Harris. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime. Deshaun is a friend and a mentor who we've just grown in relationship um, ever since I coached his son, who was a incoming freshman and now is a senior, or was it he was going to be a sophomore. He's going to be a sophomore. He was going to be a sophomore. It's yeah. his son Bryce. Um, he's going to be a senior over at Eaton High School. But um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. What do you do? Um, how you got into basketball? Okay, well, I played basketball in high school, and it was really my way out of my community. It was a very small community. As a matter of fact, it was the town was considered a village. It wasn't much uh, opportunities around uh, career wise or just in general. So. Um, I saw that very early at, at a young age that basketball was going to be my way out of that village community or whatever you want to call it. And so, um, and fortunately I was athletic enough to, to do well when I was younger and, um, I developed a little skill and was able to land a junior college scholarship, which led me to a division two school in Texas, West Texas a and university, um, where I finished my undergrad and graduate degree. And so, uh, really walked away from basketball, did a couple of leagues uh, after I graduated from college and uh, fortunately had, had had a son. Uh, when he turned 10, he started playing basketball. Uh, I saw that he had a need to develop more and I, I could help him more. So I really just got into a training him. I had a couple of kids that jumped on board, trained with him, and um, that really helped develop our basketball program. That was kind of the birth of it. It was three kids. Oh, that's awesome, man. And Yeah. Now, um, y'all are popping a little bit, right? Yeah. How many teams we're doing, do you have? Two teams. We're, we're, we're doing okay. We're just a, really a community basketball organization. You know, we call ourselves a club. We definitely have aspirations to grow uh, and to compete, uh, I would say, regionally first before we go get nationally. Um, that is uh, probably the five-year plan. Uh, we have a fifth-grade group right now that's definitely the most talented team I've ever coached. Uh, they all like basketball. They're very skilled. Uh, they have good parents, good support system. Um, so, you know, hopefully by the time they're eighth graders, three years from now, we'll be in a position where we'll be beating some of the regional teams that are more stable. has been around. That's awesome, man. I think I love the way you operate your business and just your, I just, one thing that's so impressive about a guy who's, um, your age and a father, you're just a, you're a constant learner. And I think that's incredible. Thank um, you. Yeah, man. But I want to talk about how we met. Um, and I think it's a hilarious story. Okay. Um, I was, I was coaching, like I said, I was coaching Deshaun's son, Bryce, and I got a text from the owner of the group I was coaching called the Fort Worth Jayhawks saying, Hey, um, this guy wants to talk to you before I put him on your team. And I, I looked at my wife and I was like, Oh no, here we go. Like <laughs> this guy is going to wear me out all season. Yeah. And, yeah. um, he called me and we just had a great conversation. He asked me questions that. I have thought through a little bit, um, but just really tough questions. I remember the big one was, what's your philosophy on offense and defense? And I remember telling you that we would zone. And for basketball, um, yeah. purist zone's not the um, the way sometimes. And yeah. um, instead of Deshaun putting me down for that, he just said, okay, man, let's." you sound like you're passionate in what you do, and 
let's give this thing a run. And by the end of the season, man, he was, he, he knew what we were doing in the zone and he was wearing <laughs> his own son about it. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I really, now that I look back, I really appreciated that you interviewed me because looking at the landscape of what this summer basketball kind of has become, it's, it's, it's some, you can find some, some really guys who are, you can find some guys who are really trying to take advantage of the kids and just make money. Sure. And some guys who do, really don't know basketball. Right. Um, so I don't blame you for interviewing me. And I, I look back and I'm probably going to do that and wear out the coach that my soon to be son's going to play for. <laughs> so um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take that from you, but right. I want to segue. We could talk about a million things today, but some of the things I want to hit on is obviously coaching and basketball. Um, and then maybe circling back to being a dad. Um, sure. So sure. first thing I want to play a little word association. Mm-hmm. You give me your first thought that comes to mind when I say something. You okay. ready? Sure. All right. First one, AAU basketball. <laughs> passion. Okay. Positive passion, like good thing, really good thing. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> okay. No, nah, man. Uh, you know, I, I think so. For me, you see, here's the thing. For me, I, I, I'm blessed to have a, a corporate position that allows me the free time to operate a for profit and a nonprofit. Now, I work a lot, but it, it allows that. So, with my with that job, of course, there is a political correctness that I have to have when I'm at work. You know, I don't feel like I can be 100 percent myself. Uh, with my with my uh, my for profit, I can be myself somewhat, but I still have clients I'm catering to. It's mostly adults. With uh, basketball, man, it's just a raw uh, authenticity to who I am. Um, I, I don't I don't really hold back. Um, I'm not a profane person, but I can just be very genuine in how I communicate with the kids. Um, it's like family for me. So when I'm home with my kids and when I'm talking to them, I don't hold back on what I feel. Or what I think, I just come raw and direct because that's that's my love for them. I was being very honest about how the world is, so that's the same way I approach coaching. So, uh, whereas some may not see that, um, they may see that as being a little off. Like I, I see when I look at certain coaches, I think there's a culture that's involved with it that allows a certain uh, people to be themselves, where you wouldn't get that if you were working for. A, a school district and uh, you knew that that was how you fed your family. Yeah, no, I think that's incredible. I love, I was expecting, you know, cause I think AAU basketball might come with a little bit of a negative connotation. I love how you spun that to like you yeah, and said, no, this is, this is a really cool thing. And I, I, yeah, I've seen it play out and I think it's the truth, you know, man, I, you were, you were great. You were the coach on the other sideline <laughs> when I coached your son. So it was greatness. <laughs> We were cheating the system. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Right. Second, second word. <laughs> I'm glad you look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was because you supported me, man. And I, yeah. I knew you were there for me. And yeah. when you'd ask me why, right. you'd challenge me. And if, if I gave you an answer of, of rational thought, you said, okay, right. I trust you, man. Right. So I just, I mean, I, I truly felt supported by you. I didn't feel like it was like, you're trying to st- like uh, Lonzo Ball's dad. Well, I know we're doing word association, but let me, let me ask you a question. So okay, let's do it. Did it, did it take you a process? Did it take you uh, a process to get to that point? Absolutely. I've never had a parent. So, and th- this is a, a negative view. I, up to that point, I've never had a parent be for me necessarily. I've had, 
after the season, I've had parents say, you've done a great job. And I, sure. I love that my kid played for you and stuff like right, that. Right. Right. But in the heat of the moment, I've never had someone like just kind of roll with me regardless right. and, and right. challenge me at the same time. Right. I, I remember one game we went into triple overtime and I sat your son. Right. And I, did we end up winning or losing that game? Because I know you know. Ah, we lost that game. Man. Okay, we lost that game. Yeah. And yeah. you asked me, you said, hey, you know, or why did we do this? Or why did Bryce sit down the stretch? And I, I honestly tell you, and I said I he wasn't executing what I wanted to execute. And while Bryce, right. you know, that my thought process of like, hey, Bryce needs to learn how to execute that. So maybe next time I don't have to sit him. Right. And And you were just like, hey, man, I can live with that. Right. And you weren't necessarily happy that I did that. Right. Um, the team lost a lot. You, you could have stormed out, undermined sure. me at home. Right. You could have done a ton of stuff. Right. But you just said, okay, my son right. needs to live with that and get better and move forward. And Right. So I've never had a parent so supportive. So the first thing I looked at was like, oh, God, like this guy's going to wear me <laughs> out. But when I saw your support, I was like, this guy's all in with me, man. Right. And if I can explain what I'm doing and it's rational and, right. you know, I think – I don't know. I think it worked out. So sure, sure. I, I really, and you're a coach too. How, how have your right. parent experiences been? Great, man. I've had, honestly, I, this year I had one phone call, actually a text message that I uh, made a phone call because I like direct uh, face-to-face conversation, <laughs> <laughs> which I think I made it, the, uh, the dad a little uncomfortable. Um, and um, I had a mom, um, a single mom who uh kid is a uh, 10, um, that was uh i was disciplined <laughs> with uh running uh which i hate doing by the way i'm not a big fan of that me too uh but but it was uh had re- really reached a point where a lot of other uh new school strategies were not working um so uh but she was just mainly emotional um they're still extremely supportive uh they just uh i think uh it was one point where you, you know, you called me this summer and you uh, wanted some advice from someone that were doing, doing what you were doing as in coaching. Yeah. Um, because the perspective uh, from other sources wasn't, you didn't feel like was uh, consistent or they could relate. Right. Mm-hmm. So we talked and we just uh, really, I, what I try to do with parents that don't understand is like you did with me, uh, just trying to uh, help them see things that they're not seeing in practice, uh, invite them to watch practice, uh, if they don't have any basketball background or coaching experience, like uh, just really just try, try to talk, talk them through it because I'm a firm believer without the parents. I know for sure this is, this is a fact, but not because it's not, a, we're not a high school. Uh, if they're not paying, we don't have a program, right? Unless we sure. generate the funds. So those relationships are key. So making sure they're, they understand what's going on is very important. So typically, honestly, I've never had, any bad experiences with parents early on. Yeah. I was out of control that I needed it. Right. They held me accountable. Uh, but man, in the last four years out of the five that we've been in, we've been running an organization. We haven't had any problems like that. Right. No. And I think you do a good job and this is something yeah. I tried to really put into effect this year's just being really above reproach with the parents yeah, and, and going absolutely. to engage them mm-hmm. because um, it's the same thing. Like in my marriage, like, sure. I wouldn't, ever try and hurt my wife in any, yeah. sh- any way, shape or form. Right. Um, but it, it may come off that way sometimes. Right. But when we remind each other that the, we're on the same team, it's like we have a common goal. Sure. So it's the same thing with the, with the parents. Now I'm starting to engage them mm-hmm. and uh, get out in front of that and 
build a relationship so that when they see maybe me getting onto a kid or sitting them in an important part of the game, that right. it's it's more about it's not necessarily the they trust me as a, as I'm trying to do what's best for their son and that right. I truly love them. So getting out in front of that has been a big thing for me. Well, it's relationship, man. It's yeah. it's you know you can't. Parents are vital to any program or organization's success when it comes to kids, period. Facts. I mean, it just is. And if you are avoiding those relationships, you may have success on the floor, but I just think the, the foundation of your of what you're trying to build is not going to sustain. I, I couldn't agree more because, you know, uh, I feel like there are so many examples that I can just think back to this year of how our parents just came in clutch at a time that, like, we just needed them to, whether it be with our tournament that we yeah. host or booster club stuff, just a lot of that stuff. And, and if those parents trust you, you know, mm. and they can see that day to day, it's, it's really cool how everything can come together. Right. And, you know, just continued learning, seeing it. I think it's very experiential. Like you have to go through it to figure it out. Yeah. Um, okay. Next word association. Okay. <laughs> High school basketball. <laughs> You're a funny guy, man. <laughs> Old fat white guys who don't change. Um what if I say I plead the fifth? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair no, enough. no, 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 man. It I, that's rough for me, man. Um because Texas haven't been too kind in what I have seen. I I, I think I there is some guys I absolutely love watch coaching. They're passionate. Uh, they discipline the kids. I think that shows they love them. They care about them. They're looking at the bigger picture and uh, in their future regarding their life, their livelihood, their quality of life, uh, regardless of basketball. But I've just seen a lack of passion. I don't know about that. I said passion, and I say lack of. And, and I don't know. That's I, my you asking. That's my experience. Okay. I know that's not the case. Texas has a lot of good basketball. Man, amazing. And I know without high school basketball coaches that that's not possible because they have them nine months. AAU coaches, what, three to four. So, you know, you, those guys get should get a lot of credit. I just think that um, I don't know. How about lack? Of, how about uh, we said word association? I would say lack of vision, maybe. Okay. You know. Yeah. The with with your experience necessarily. That's with my experience. Sure. Yes, sir. No, no, I hear you, and I I didn't mean to. Put yeah. you on the spot. Oh no, it's funny. It's hey man, we have it. We you are you have helped me through a lot of things. Well, yep. no, you know. so it's cool. It's cool. I like I. It's all good, man. I'm gonna share this. So no, uh, I mean it's it's good for me too. To, yeah. to hear like yeah. a, a parent that's so passionate. Like sure, man. If there's a lot of stuff, I think you know. I don't know. It's, well, here, here here's the thing, man. Here, here here's the thing. You guys, okay, high school coaches, high school teacher, um, a kid comes to you, you're teaching, um, I don't know, math, right? Let's take that subject. And, uh, a uh, kid is struggling in math comes to you and says, man, I want to be a math teacher. They're in eighth, ninth grade, right? So and you saw the kid was doing what it took to be a math teacher, but they were struggling, right? Like more than likely, I, I believe a good teacher would, give that kid uh, and point that like direct that kid, dis, uh, teach the kid what he needed to know in order to become a math teacher while they were with the ch child. Um, 
if the kid was making progressive steps and doing all the things at home to become that, right? I think that a, a, is an educator's job to see beyond high school, right? And, and also while the kid was in school to put them in the right position to be successful as long as the kid was doing what they needed to do. I think with high school basketball, just, I don't, I, I think that's when I, for me, I, AAU is to me is designed to help a kid get into, go play beyond high school to me. Like, I think that eighth grade and under is cool. just to play, have fun, uh, teach life lessons, high school and beyond. I, I just don't think parents are paying over a thousand dollars for the kid just to be good at high school basketball. More than likely that kid has aspirations to go beyond. And I think there's a disconnect, um, with some high school coaches that maybe are not supportive of, of uh, the, the kids' dreams, right? So um, that's generally speaking. That's me, okay? Um, you're asking word association for me. So, I mean, it's just it's just no word that really uh, can um, explain, like, what I see, right? Um, can I put you on I, the spot? I, absolutely. What would – what? what would you like to see change? So say that, say that, say that Brian and he's the coach that you're talking about. What who now? Say that's, say that's me okay. uh, that you're talking about that, who is, I guess, lacking the vision and not putting forth the effort to get Bryce to college. Would, okay. I would say, here, here's the thing. Hold, hold the student athlete accountable to the GPA that they need in order to qualify. Uh, know their SAT, ACT scores. Um, be engaged in their development, um, who, who, and, and have a relationship with their AAU coach, go and watch them play, know their skill set and what they're capable of doing on the court um, and defensively, offensively. Um, uh, stay engaged with them over the summer, letting them know the offense, defense that you plan on running. Um, if you have a set offense and defense or and you have a philosophy that is consistent, start teaching them that when they're in the seventh and eighth grade, if you see them as a potential player for your high school, um, be engaged with uh, their long-term goals. Have them, when they, when they communicate them, have them document that to where they can constantly see that. Um, I just think that's what an educator does. I mean, and a high school coach is an educator, right? Like 100%. Every, the whole purpose of high school, everybody now, right, is to get a kid into college. No doubt. So some kids academically can get in, or, or just ex excel well so they know their way into getting to school is their gpa some kids that's not their gift that's not what doesn't want coming there's other things they have so you have a ton of kids athletically who have an opportunity right there's a lot of schools in texas there's a lot of schools this is a hot bed hot spot for uh several sports right so if you have a, a, a high school coach that it's disconnected in that way in the sport that they teach. And it's just a job. I mean, honestly, man, shame on them, honestly, because your job, if you are choosing to be a educator in any way, like I think your job should be how, what is this kid's best way of getting scholarship money so their parents do not have to pay for them to go to school. Right. And my thing is, even if their parents are saving, isn't it more empowering for a kid to see their gifts and talents and use that to and pay off, their own like way. Legitimately That's, pay off. Yes. We right. all God has blessed us all with gifts that we need to maximize and enhance in order to get what we want to get out of life. If that wasn't the case, then 
we would always just stay with our parents, but eventually we move out, right? And we develop and we become people that raise up other human beings that take care of themselves. So I just think that, you know, um, that's part of being an educator, you know, and I just, so I know that's a long answer, but no. I gave you probably about five or six points from the beginning, right? That was black and white. Yeah. No, I think that's really good. And I think, um, the guy I work for, um, yeah, that is our goal. Like, yeah. Um, to say we're not in communicate, not in contact with a bunch of college coaches. And I think the, the, and this is going to sound a little negative, but I think the kid also needs to be told, and this is where kind of the high school basketball AAU coach thing comes in. Sure. If he's a D2 kid or a D3 kid, he needs oh, to yeah. be told that. And if he can't handle that and he thinks he has aspirations for D1, it's, it's kind of hard to be like, well, I don't know what to tell you, brother. Like, yeah, I agree. But but here's my thing. <laughs> I, I'm just talking about college. Yeah, and you're talking about the kid too. Yeah, college. Yeah. I, I I'm like I'm not saying D. See, that's the thing for me. Like again, I played Division two basketball. My my dad told me I wanted to go Division one out of high school. I had NAIA offers, several junior college offers. I was wanting to go to Division one. Uh, typical kid, right? My father was very upset with me because I wouldn't sign an NAIA letter of intent. And so I went to junior college, found out my freshman year was going to be extremely challenging. was playing with people way better than me. Um, I figured it out. Thankfully, I didn't get hurt. So I was able to go on and play Division II. I didn't accomplish my goal, but I was fortunate enough to get my, to have this, well, some, had an epiphany that this is not longevity for me. You know, I need to get my education, right? Did you, so, get, did you get school paid for? Yeah, 100%. That's full incredible. Scholarship. Yeah. So, you know, I got a graduate degree out of it. So I'm very fortunate, right? But but my parents were very firm on the education piece. So for me, like any parent that plays for our organization, that's what I push is the education piece. Division one, my kid, Bryce, division three, JUCO, I don't, man, dude, it could be Whataburger University. I'll be sporting a orange and white the education paid for. <laughs> Do they have a good educational program and what you want to study? That's honest to God, true, bro. I don't care. No. Like I take pride. I, do I want him to play college basketball? Absolutely, because that's what he wants. Yeah. Do you want your son to graduate from college? Absolutely. But what if he doesn't? You're going to push him to any, anyway, right? Yeah. Because you you know that's what's best for him. Kids sometimes don't have the foresight. I think it's a parent's a parent's job and goal to be very transparent. And you know, I think that Division One is a illusion. Lofty, uh, for, lofty. Yeah, yeah, but but because if you're not playing Division One, you're not playing college basketball, right? That's stupid. <laughs> right. So stupid. <laughs> and and as your kid continues to go through the process, you figure that out real quick if you are rational. That it is extremely challenging to play Division One ball, and there are some things that are outside of your um, control, like length, height, yeah, um, genetics. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, look just, at me. I, I can't yeah. like. I'm just not a D one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I found that out in uh, junior college. I did. And so it's all good, man. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're uh, to put a word on it and the word, this is just kind of came to mind, just developing the whole child and sure. like, helping them understand adversity, helping them right. push them to like, Hey, basketball it can be a tool. It can be a very yeah. cool tool, but even if it's not, you can still use it as a tool in that you're going to have face adversity. You're not going to like some things that happen to you. Right. You're going to not like people along the way, refs, sure. other team, uh, teammates, you know, so yeah. just developing the whole child, seeing that basketball can be used to springboard a lifestyle. Absolutely. 
yeah, living testimony of that, bro. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. It's, yeah. done, it's done a lot for me. No, that's good stuff. I, I love that. So you talked, you hit on earlier about the high school coach, knowing the AAU coach, right? How do you think, cause we talk about this because sure. I, I'm one of the, I feel like I'm one of the few that actually tries to bridge that gap right. um, in coaching summer basketball. Right. Um, what do you think? What do you think would bridge that gap? I mean, honestly, man, I, I think humility. Honestly, I just you'd be very. Here's the thing, man. When we started our program, and it's changed, kind of changing as we go. We started it to uh, really uh, support, enhance the, the high did, school product. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is that I have a child for three months. You have them for nine months. Who has the most influence? Time, excuse me, who has the time to most? I was about to say, I think AAU coaches, man, they have a lot of influence right now. uh, That's that's my point, but why is that? Oh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. But, and I think, honestly, I think it's relational. I really think it's a relational thing, but but that that doesn't have to be. And I don't know what would change that. Um, But I think just coming around, man, um, like our practices are open to any high school coach who wants to come. Middle school coaches, I've invited... Several, not several. That's that's a lie. I've invited a middle school coach and a high school coach. You're so and cool you're, for being honest about well, exaggerating. Well, it's true. I've I've I, I invited one. You've invited me. Uh, yeah, I did. I invited two high school coaches, including you. Uh, you haven't come, so I need to come. <laughs> but look, you live in the colony, and I'm in Hazlitt, Texas. Sure, Texas, right? So it's a good hall, and you don't have any kids that play for our program. Um, but you know, my thing is, if a kid is playing for a program, and it's like. You know, I I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I'm I'm very careful in judging things I don't do. I'm not a high school coach. I don't know what their summer schedule's like. I don't know what the demands are of a high school coach. Um, but I know there's several tournaments that most kids play in that if they play for you, maybe you should go watch them. Um, maybe you should con- contact their parents and ask for their schedule or contact the kid, you know, depending on the age, you know. But I just, it comes down, it's going to come down to relationship with me all the time, man. Um, I've had, like I say, if I feel like I disturbed a parent, I'm going to contact that parent. I'm not going to say screw the parent, you know, like parents don't matter. Um, again, it, that stuff is important, man. And I just think I just think it's just, you just got to have a desire to want to be there for the kid. It's not a, it should. My thing is like playing. I don't receive any money from my basketball program. There's perks like if we travel, I will get a hotel room. I'll pay for a meal every now and then. Right. But I don't receive any money for it. Right. So I, I say that to say, man, I'm really doing this because I really care about it. Yeah. I, my son played for me, Bryce played for me for three years uh, out of the five. Uh, I have a younger son, Caleb, who's going to be a sixth grader. He's played for the program one year, right? So there is beneficial things in that. Um, also, there's a lot of headaches in coaching your son, um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but, you know, man, I just think, you know, you, you got to have a heart for the game. And it, I think that there's a, there's a saying, you know, real recognizes real. And I just think sometimes you can discern really quick those who really care and those who don't. And there's just some who just don't. And there's nothing they can do or say um, that's going to change your opinion about them. Because once it's established that they don't care or that they do, um, it's just hard to change that. Yeah. Change the way that you're perceived. And those impressions matter, you know. And then here's the thing. AAU coaches have influences in the community that they live in because it's their community. Right. So they're usually more connected to the community. I hate to overuse that word. So. When parents who have kids coming up through their programs, third through fifth grade, ask them what high school they should go to because their kid is serious about basketball, it might be important to be connected with the AAU coach, not in a phony way, but a genuine way. Right. 
No, something that um, Coach Ryan, I he's the he's the head coach at the Colony High School that he does. It's really impressive. Is some of our guys he reaches out to the AAU coach and says, "Hey, let's right. all sit down and let's let's talk about what we want to accomplish together." And right. looks right. at the AAU cro- coach and looks across the table and says. Hey, what is what did you see his strengths and weaknesses were this offseason? Love it. And let's see if we can collaborate. See if we're we're seeing the same things and like right. I I'm I'm with you and and it's just yeah. I think being above reproach like you can get you can really instead of like hiding and playing this like pit or this uh passive aggressive game. Right. You can just call him up and it's just like it just ends it right there. Right. Right. And you come with a not a white flag but you're 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 weapons down and just say hey man if if it's about the kid then let's let's team up because we both got him for a full year you know right so i think i think you're right in that and i think kids i think another big one is when it comes to the like why do kids respect the aau coach more right i think a lot of it is they see how hard you work as a head coach at the school and they get a lot more view into that. And if you're not giving it all you got or trying new things, it's kind of like, well, I mean, do you deserve that respect? And <laughs> you shouldn't just – I thought this in high school mm-hmm. a little bit. is like you should and – I, and, I, and I believe this. You should respect everyone. I understand that concept, and I think it's a good thing to live by. But I understand when people say, I don't respect him because he doesn't respect me or – what he does or anything right. like that. Like I right. get it. Yeah. Um, and I think that matters. So, well, you know, man, I, I think, and I'm with you, I'm listening to you. Okay. Sure. I think honoring and respecting are two different things, right? That's true. That's, that's probably what I'm differentiating. Yeah. There. Yeah. Because I mean, my, I have a kid that I have really had to enforce into him. Like dude, like if you don't respect him, you don't respect him. Right. Like, but you still got to honor, you got to honor the position he's absolutely. In. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, you know, I'm not, that's on the same a, page. and that's not, we're not talking coach. We talking about anything, right? Like right. anything. So, you know, I mean, and that's, that's what I'm trying to say, man, is that, you know, you get the heart of the community, man, you're going to start winning. That's just, that's just true. Yeah. If you know, let me say this, there's so much more that comes along with that. Right. But you're going to have a passionate group that's going to buy into you a lot more when they see you care. Right. No, that's what, yeah, no, that's really good. I think it's I think it's a foundational piece to to winning, and we're not just talking about on the court, just in life in general. No, I think I think that's that's very true. And yeah. Um. Anyways, I feel like we could go down that rabbit hole for yeah, like and it hours. is a rabbit hole. Okay, I wanna I wanna skip philosophies. We can circle back on that some other time. But sure. Um, I want to talk about sports parents because okay. I'm about to become a parent. Um, <laughs> I, I can't. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You're going to, I think you're going to be a lot more like me than what you think. I'm, no, I know I am. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> um, I, and, and I really, I, I do want to be a respectful coach, like sports parent. I don't know sure. if I want to coach my kids. I know, he's yeah. gonna, I know my kids going to probably want to play soccer and I don't know a thing about soccer. Sure. So I feel like there's a, there's a problem though in, in sports parents in general. I agree. I think they're either too apathetic or too involved. I don't feel like there's enough striking the the balance, and I think a lot of that goes in, like you said, with with the coach. Sure. But I think as a sports parent, you got to look, you got to draw the circle around yourself and say, yeah, what can I do to best support this program, even if I don't like it, right? Um, because I think there's a lot of lessons to show your kid if you're going to sure. berate the coach or sure, 
not support the program that you signed up for. You right. signed up for it right. and your kid looks at, well, why didn't you know this information going in? Like, sure. You could look like an idiot too. So right. what's the key to balancing, you know, the apathy and the over-involvement and the, how you talk about the coach and, you know, well, first of all, man, there's, there's this, um, it's not a meme. It's a gift that I send to, uh, my kid and my wife a lot and um it's when we're both we're being hypocritical right it's, it's and it literally says it's like a pot it's a black pot and then there's a black kettle oh right? nice nice you, you get where i'm going i get right? where you're going with okay that. so so i'm probably not the best to ask about this because i have not had some of the best experiences on the sideline but you're being um, humble about it i think that, oh absolutely think man it's a, yeah it's, it's humility it's a, it's a, it's a, it is man it's a growing it's an opportunity for me it really is man exactly um but the the fact that you can sit there and say that yeah. says you deserve to talk about this. So we can remove the hypocritical part. Go ahead. Well, here's the theme. And I coach too, right? Yeah. I coach as well. So I get, I get, I understand. I get, I have experience on both sides. Right. So you you, the question you asked me again was what, what is the key to not being like overly aggressive and, passionate and yeah i think man honestly what i have learned in the last year is that man <laughs> this is a tough one for me man because i think that i think perception is important but i think at the same time you have to be yourself first and foremost like you have to be authentic to yourself um as in like like when you're cheering, uh, when you're, uh, when you're uh, just in general, being a fan. Okay? okay. Like, because of being a fan is just a fanatic, right? Like the word, it comes from fanatic. Right. So that's just a, a boisterous demonstrative person. Right. Right. For what they believe in, what they support. Um, man, I think the key is just recognizing a bigger picture, to be honest with you. That's what's, what's really helped me. Um, when my kid went from a, JV player to varsity level player or play, start playing varsity, right? I knew just from experience, just being a, a coach, right? And then also watching my parents that there needed to be a switch just because of just, and I'm saying that politically, right? right. So if my kid, my kid wants to play college basketball, I understand that coaching from the sideline is not the best, it's not a good look, right? That they could throw a college coach off, right? I had read enough information about that, right? Also, uh, just out of respect for him as becoming a young man, right, and the and ability to trust that he can make his own decisions with the information that's coming from his coach and what he needs to do with the different situations that he was dealing with on the court, uh, out of respect for him, I had to discontinue uh, being so uh, verbal, right, mm. um, and uh, demonstrative when things went away that I didn't want it to go, right? Because he was, unfortunately, even as a sophomore, there were times I would catch him looking at me, despite the conversations of constantly of, hey, man, stop looking at me, right? I'm not your coach anymore. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, man, I, I, there's so much more I want to say to that. It's just very hard to verbalize that. Um, no, I think, I think what you said is really good. Just seeing yeah. the bigger picture and yeah. that entails that, like, even if something's really bad, yeah. even if a situation's really bad, yeah. there's something that they're yeah. going to be able to take with them to the next point in their life. Or That's that. correct. And my, and my thing is, Coach, is that, like, for me, man, like, the most important thing, man, that I, I, I really want to get out of 
because I still train my kid one-on-one, right? And I tell them this all the time. Is I hope that you understand what I want most out of this is for us to have a strong relationship. I want to be your um, advocate, not your adversary. So you got all these, got these other guys on the opposing team going against you, this coach, right? And you may feel like even some of your teammates, and you may even feel at some points, because I felt this as a college player, high school coach, that your coach is, has a strategy that doesn't involve you or is against you. But you need to know that your dad supports you 100%. So even if you see, like, demonstrative behavior, no, it's not because I'm frustrated with you. It's because I want you to be successful, and not in a way that's going to enable you, but in a way that you're empowered and that you feel success because of what you put in, right? So um, I hope that makes sense. No, 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 no. I think, th- I think that's great. Um, yeah. You know, something my dad used to do to me, which I loved, and, and I, I've the longer – I don't have a kid yet, but I can see yeah. how it would be very difficult to bite your tongue, especially like I love hearing myself talk. So right. <laughs> um, he would say to me after a game, do you want to talk about it or do you not? Right. And right. – if I wanted to talk about, it, he would actually give me his opinion on, yeah. on what he thought I could do better or what I didn't sure. do very well. But if yeah. I said no, he'd just eat it and be my dad. Yeah. And you know something, I remember you telling me that remember I called you, I was frustrated about Bryce's play one, one, after a tournament or two. And I called you during the summer and you told me that story and I've adopted that principle. Really? Yeah, I really have, man. It took me a while. Again. I bet it's hard, man. Extremely. And you're going to find out, bro, because you're a passionate guy. <laughs> you are, man. It's Trust me, man. Your kid plays basketball, forget about it, bro. He's going to be small, but he better yeah, be able well, to shoot. Yeah, well, it don't matter. You need to stop saying that, man, because you don't know what that boy is going to be. <laughs> but, dude, I like he had a tournament. Last tournament, you know, we, we were there. We met. We, you know, said, you came and said about me for a while. I know Austin, he was frustrated the last game. They got beat. And, you know, I gave him some dab and was like, man, how you feeling? He's like, I'm not good. I was like, you want to talk about it? No. I was like, all right. His mom tried to push the force the issue. His grandma was there. They tried to force the issue while we're having dinner. I was like, just chill out. You don't want to talk, you know? And again, man, I think it's just, again, he's becoming a man, right? You're, you're just, if you have a daughter, you're becoming a woman, like let them be, right? It's, I see the work my kid puts in, you know, um, in general, I see the work AAU kids put in. They don't have to play basketball in the summer. You know, there's right. kids they're going to be playing with that's going to make the team that didn't play at all. Right. right. You know that. And so when you see that, your level of passion and your uh, empathy should be a little different, you know, as a parent, I think, to some degree. Like I say, not enabling that. I'm not about that. So please don't hear that in what I'm saying. But I think there needs to be a level of understanding, you know. So I think twofold really for me is seeing, knowing how hard my kid was working. Uh, and knowing how hard your kid is working is how you level that out and just, just being supportive, man. And then also you don't know what a high school coach is going through. You know, I mean, you know, I've gotten into it with high school coaches. I don't know what they're going through. Right. I know what I see. Right. And, and so, but I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what the kids are doing in practice and cause I'm not there. Yeah. So, empathy. You know, I think empathy yeah. in both those situations sure. that we just talked about. I think that's good. Yeah. Anyways, man, I want to I want to wrap this up. I okay. so appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Um, if they want to follow you, okay, they can follow you at NFWBball for North Fort Worth B-Ball. Um, and he's very active on Twitter, especially if you like basketball. <laughs> yeah. um, Instagram, Harris Physical Fitness. Yeah. If you're in the Fort Worth area and you need uh, – if you want to look like the guy I'm talking to, then yeah, you should probably man. give them a call. Let them know, man. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, man, I, again, I'm so appreciative. I love yeah. this conversation. Yeah. This is just something Deshaun and I do probably what once every 
four months anyways where you just get on the phone and talk yeah Um, yeah but i'm glad we could kind of put this and people could use some practical use for it so man yeah i appreciate you coming on uh you're the man thanks man i appreciate you having me see you bud all right thank you for tuning into this episode of masses world Again, instead of rating, subscribing, and reviewing this podcast, I ask that you share it with one person that might like to hear it. Thanks again for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you next time.